The holiday season for a blended family can be crazy, but it is our job as the adults in this equation to keep our kids from saying the same. We want them to experience these awesome celebrations from a place of peace and fun. They should look forward to them, opposed to having to brace themselves because of the chaos that typically ensues during these times. Let's aim to give our kids the peace they deserve during the holidays. Welcome to Blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. What is happening to all of my blenders? I hope you guys have been well. I'm excited to record as I sit here in this moment. It is mid-December 2021. So, you know, to the person that's listening to this three years later, 2024, it's all good. This is still pertinent. You can you can still sit in on this. But what better topic to address than peace during the holidays for the blended family, uh, you know, for the traditional or the non-blended family? The holidays can still very much be a tricky experience. Yes, they are fun. Yes, it is a time or they are times of celebration. However, there are just some things that we have to face during this season in particular, but during times of celebration and holidays and whatnot that make it, you know, things a little spicy. <laughs> let, let me just say December, November, the, like these months are spicy for the blended family. But before we get into it, I did want to pause for a moment and celebrate. I believe on one of the episodes I said I'd I'd ring a bell or something like that once we hit 5,000 episode downloads. I think a couple weeks ago, we hit 5,000 episode downloads, and that's a pretty big deal. So we're going to go ahead and celebrate that real quick. Let me ring that bell. Jeez Louise, that was so loud. That hurt me a little bit, so I apologize. <laughs> um, but I just want to take this moment to celebrate what has been accomplished. And I'm not entirely sure <laughs> because I don't talk to every one of my listeners and those that partake in this podcast or read the blogs. But honestly, the opportunity to serve other people that are familiar with the things that I've had success in and I've also failed in the fact that I can relay my experience and support other people, just letting people know that they're they're not alone. And if some of this information is of value and it's exercised within ourselves and in our families and it makes a change, man, that is something worth celebrating. So for those of you that have continued to listen or just starting to listen, this is not a monetized podcast. I'm not getting paid for this. This is a service that I want to provide for people. I believe it's God inspired. It's one of the things that he's placed on my heart to do. And again, to be in this position is a blessing and 5,000 episode downloads. Yeah, You know, it's a trip. That is a trip, but I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm glad to be a part. And if you want to shoot over some encouragement and let me know that this podcast has been of value to you in any way, 
please reach out. If you're on Instagram, you can find me at Navigating the Blend, or you can go on navigatingtheblend.com. You can read some of the blogs if you haven't already. You can also leave a comment, a message, if you want to take the time to let your boy know how I may have been of support to you and your family. I'm for it, guys. Once we hit 10,000 next year, I'll probably like rent a cow to moo into the mic, you know, something like that, something, something else obnoxious and hard on the ears, apparently. Um, so on that note, let's get into it. What our kids need peace during the holidays. And as I mentioned before, the last couple, maybe even the last few months of the year are fairly spicy. If you want to throw Halloween in there, it's just a tricky experience when it comes to the blended family. And even though my wife and I have established some culture, we have some normalcy and a system in place as far as how we operate and what our holidays look like. It is still like tricky. We're, we're still figuring things out as things evolve over time. And personally, I believe we've come to a point where we have a really healthy system in place. I feel like it's probably abnormally peaceful during our holiday season. And that's because we've gone through a lack of peace or a threat to our peace. And we've had to adapt and establish things in such a way that allows for us to really enjoy this season because it is supposed to be a time of celebration. It is supposed to be fun. And you can throw in all celebrations. You can throw in all holidays into this pot. Of course, we want to have a good time, a peaceful time as adults, but our kids should be the focal point. We should protect them during this time because they don't deserve any of the drama, this adult drama that they are now introduced into because of our decisions. And when I recall the first Thanksgiving that Margot and I shared together in a relationship, it was it was crazy. It was wild. At that point, we had been dating for about four or five months, and we were really looking forward to celebrating our first Thanksgiving together as a family. And we approached it that way because we knew what was up. We weren't just dating to date. We were getting married in the very near future. So we were doing the family thing. That was our approach. Some friends of ours even let us use their house. So it was looking like it was going to be a really good time. However, drama was looming. Let's just (laughs) put it like that. And it was stuff that I wasn't personally prepared for. It introduced me into the dynamic in a way was very abrupt and challenging. I think at this point, as far as the custody arrangement and specifically on holidays, the day was essentially split. So the first half was spent here and the second half was split there. So our oldest at the time, she was with her dad and the plan was for her to be dropped off to us at a specific hour. That was the arrangement, not just legally, but I'm sure this was established verbally as well or through a text exchange. So when the hour arrived or even prior to as we were trying to get information as to where they were, there was either no response or there was like just this manipulation factor taking place again 
me and Margot, our relationship being recent and there being some hostility concerning my presence and whatnot. And just all these factors come into play. Um, and as we're trying to, again, reach out, find out what's going on, where are you at, when she going to get here, like eventually it gets to a point where hours go by as far as past the point where she's supposed to be with us. Margot is outside and she's crying and like this, it's just this whole thing. And then I'm over here trying to maintain my, my peace and try not to get super frustrated. I'm worked up because I'm seeing this woman hurt and I'm just introduced into this situation in a way that was just really, it was fairly explosive. And we did redeem the day. Uh, the food was good. I think Margot burnt the turkey or something like that. She hasn't made one (laughs) since. Um, but it was a good time, but it, it was just this period of chaos because People weren't on the same page. People did not have the same objectives or intentions. There are the factors of manipulation and hostility and frustration, confusion, and just the all of it coming together and coming to a head. And that is not an abnormal experience as far as the chaos that can be present during this season or just during times of celebration. And we'd be extremely ignorant to believe that the kids don't take this on, that they don't feel this, that they don't pick up on this aura of stress that is encompassing their parents, that they don't hear the exchange of yelling, if not just straight out cursing that's happening between their parents. And it's unfortunate when a lot of kids come to terms with the fact that this chaos is kind of centered around them. Like they're the ones being talked about. Yes, there's the frustration and it's two adults or maybe one adult being childish and not following through or prioritizing the child effectively. But that stuff is a little too complicated for their developing brains. They can't break this whole situation down so it makes sense in the right way, nor are they supposed to. They're supposed to just enjoy a holiday, have fun, have peace during this time. But there are a ton of kids being robbed of this opportunity. Like there are people that grow up children that experience this for an extended period of time and they grow up to have a disdain toward holidays. They have this complex of this time, this season is frustrating, is stressful, and they don't necessarily understand or can tie it to what they experienced as a child. They have this belief that takes the power away from the opportunity to celebrate, to come together, to experience family, have fun, all of the above. And if I'm being honest, that's not much of a surprise, because if you really consider the blended family scenario during holidays, it's just hard to have a cohesive experience like the one I just referred to as far as what we experienced on our very first Thanksgiving together. That was chaotic for everybody. And we shared that time with family and friends as well. And they witnessed all of it, just the blended family drama like it was crazy. And there are a ton of other scenarios like a recent separation 
or divorce happened literally the year prior to, and then you're trying to formulate this experience when there's still bitterness and hostility and frustration between the parents. It's almost natural for a parent or even both parents to use the child or the children present as pawns. And I am so serious about that. This holiday season, as we speak, children will be weaponized to hurt, discourage, or frustrate an ex. And I think anybody that's in their right mind can clearly see that that's the wrong thing to do. But when emotions run high and they're founded in hurt, we can do some things that are outside of ourselves and to the detriment of our children. And that's happening during this season. I guarantee it. It happens during every season because not all blended families have it together. It's honestly one of the more unfortunate truths that come with the territory. But even when there's not tension, it's still challenging for children. Again, consider that same scenario where the family was broken apart the year prior to and this year the the holidays have come around and there's just an absence of affection like that's weird that's strange that's hard for a child to conceive and understand like you mean now we're doing holidays separately and you guys are engaging one another like you don't know each other like bro we were like a family last year what what's going on That's another challenging thing for kids as well as the adults involved. And then there's also the scenario of parents being in a new relationship and then the child is immersed in this different family around these different people that they haven't known and they're having to adapt and get accustomed to it because there's this new person in their lives and in the life of their mom or dad. There are literally a plethora of of scenarios, endless scenarios that could potentially make this season challenging, but it still should be our objective as parents for the holidays to be a time of peace. We should do everything in our power to protect them and allow for them to enjoy this time, opposed to resenting it, resenting the people that they're doing holidays with and then potentially carrying these scars into adulthood. So again, keeping the peace during these times is our mission. It is our objective as parents. And I feel like there are a ton of things that we should do and we have to do in order to get to that place. But I feel like there are a couple things that I want to share with you guys today that can at least help you get started. I honestly believe that we exercised these things and they served as building blocks. They had allowed us to grow and progress toward this peaceful holiday season that we tend to experience these days. So the first thing I wanted to suggest is the creation of a system like there has to be an expectation in place because that allows for the limitation of drama and confusion. And as I mentioned in my experience before, like there was an expectation, there was clarity concerning what the day was supposed to consist of. It doesn't totally remove the opportunity for chaos to take place, especially if one of the parties isn't prioritizing the child. Nonetheless, you want to set things up in such a way that this, the chance of that happening, that explosion is limited. 
And I honestly believe that part of the system should entail a legal backing. And I know that not everybody is comfortable with that. I think it's almost like the prenup vibe for some people as far as like, I don't, we don't need the law involved in order for us to be healthy and upstanding adults and handle this situation appropriately. And I'm sure some of you laughed when, <laughs> because you probably experienced that, that exchange where it was just like, yeah, no, we we got this. We'll take care of it. But then all of a sudden somebody wants to change up. They want, they have an emotional reaction to you as you enter into a different relationship or all of the sudden the circumstances surrounding their lives change and they just become a different person. And then all of a sudden that agreement that you have that that mutual adult handshake means nothing. It does not. That person can withhold your child from you or attempt to use them against you. And you're not, not necessarily powerless but you're limited as far as the tools that you have at your disposal. Like when people separate, like it, it's, it can be nasty and therefore we need a mediator and for the law to be that for us puts us in a position to prioritize the child. And again, people don't want to pursue this oftentimes because it deadens the relationship that we have with our ex. But yes, that's exactly what it should be. It should be like that relationship is done. Now it is about the child. So to have that legal backing allows for us to create something that's a bit more stable than a handshake or a verbal agreement with the person that we no longer wanted to be with. And for us, part of creating that system was changing up how we do our holidays. We do Thanksgiving and Christmas the day before, like we've totally removed the other end is not reliable. Even though we have established things verbally, there's the law. Obviously, we just don't trust what's happening on the other end. So we've decided that we're just going to celebrate the day before. And initially for me, it got to a point where I was like, OK, that's a little frustrating. I got to change up my life to accommodate this situation. But when it came down to it. It's not about the day of like, it's just an opportunity to celebrate. So we'll celebrate um, the day before these holidays. It's not a huge deal. If anything, it's great because it allows us to relax when the world is kind of going crazy the day of these celebrations. But that's what we decided to do to create a system that allowed for peace to be in place opposed to, OK, at 12 p.m. or 2 p.m., whatever the case, we'll either get her or we're giving her to you. It's just it removes the opportunity for chaos. This is a system that works for us. I don't suggest it for everybody because people are very much about the day of. But it was something we identified what we can do, what we can change concerning how we do celebrations and holidays that allows for us to have peace. And we have a lot of peace these days as a result. And I suggest you do the same. Look at your situation, determine what you can change, what you can switch up that will allow this to be like a seamless experience, one that is enjoyable, absent of the potential drama or the unfortunate tug of war that takes place with our child or our children in the middle. And the second thing that I would suggest is obviously going to be the best part because it's number two and all, but 
I would suggest falling on the sword. We got to fall on the sword in order for us to maintain the peace during these times. And what does this mean, you ask? It means taking all of the hits that need to be taken in order for peace to be maintained. And by no means am I suggesting that we become doormats to our ex and they can do whatever they want. They can be belligerent and whatever the case, while we just take it on the chin. That is not my suggestion. My suggestion is that we are adults, even in the midst of our ex or somebody else, other parties being immature and clearly not prioritizing the children present. That looks like allowing the other party to be unreasonable and even hysterical without being emotionally invested and getting riled up ourselves. That means being the patient one, even in the midst of disrespect. Obviously, if this is happening in the, in the presence of the child, we need to stand up for ourselves. We need to be stern and either take it somewhere else or remove ourselves and or our child, if they're supposed to be in our custody at that time, from the scenario entirely. But in a lot of scenarios, that disrespect is subtle. But taking note of it and not being reactive is what's important in that setting. And then being the one to reiterate the plan over and over, like you do not rely on whether it is the transcript that suggests what it's going to look like or what it's supposed to look like on the holidays, or you are not relying on them to recall the handshake or the verbal exchange that took place concerning the plan. Like you're following up the day before the day of you're making it clear what to expect, what both parties agree to concerning what should happen that day so that there's literally no excuse for anything else to transpire. Essentially falling on the sword looks like being an adult, being the responsible one, taking care of things on your end and leaving no excuse for anything otherwise to take place while at the same time preparing for disappointment. And as I think back to that first Thanksgiving that we had together, like despite all that crazy, we eventually got her in our possession. And that was that, like, that was it. We didn't stress we didn't allow that to, to linger. Although it attempted to, especially me, I was like very frustrated. It was hard seeing uh, my wife to be that broken up about this situation, but we got it together. We said not one negative thing about her father, um, in her presence, obviously, <laughs> obviously we were happy. So we, you know, we spoke about it and we, at that point started preparing, to be honest, for the seasons and the holidays, the celebrations to come, but we fell on the sword and we've continued to. And as a result, our girls are protected during this season. It's a good time. It's fun. Is it comfortable? While it's happening, absolutely not. Just this last week, we got a text um, saying, hey, I thought you were going to call me in order to drop her off or whatever the case. We're like, no, dude, we send back a matter of a fact, a script, essentially, as far as what should be expected um, from him and from us 
And then at that point, the ball is in his court. And that's because something I really want us to understand is when it comes down to it, what is real will reveal itself. So if a party is being faithful and they're doing everything to love and serve their child and the child is the priority, it will be made apparent that that was the case. And if there is a parent that is a bit more chaotic, that is using the child as tug of war and exercising manipulation, that will be made apparent over time. During the holidays, we can't help but be a little short-sighted because, again, we want this to be fun. We want it to be amazing. And a lot of the good parents aren't Disneyland parents. And some of you may know what I'm talking about, but... The parents that are really serving their kids are taking them to school, helping them with their homework, helping them with their emotional experiences, just the daily life type stuff. And then there are Disneyland parents that are just like, we just do the fun stuff. Like I give you gifts. They're extravagant. Like it's clearly better with me because you are receiving things and I'm giving you things. Or we have extravagant experiences on this end while you're just doing the basic regular life stuff on the other end. We don't want to be Disneyland parents. We want to be faithful. And it's hard not to get caught up when things aren't going well. And your faithfulness, you're not seeing much fruit from it. But the fruit is to come. And it's going to taste amazing. While on the other end, we'll, we'll see, you know, but it's about you and it's about your child being protected, prioritized so that we can have peace during these celebration times. So I strongly suggest creating that system, finding out what is the best case scenario for your family in order to have that peace. And then knowing that you're going to have to fall on the sword like that's just it's part of the protection of our children and conserving these experiences that are supposed to be amazing for them because we want them to love to celebrate, to love to be around family and enjoy this season a ton. And one last piece of advice that I want to give is something that serves as a threat to us, something that we want to watch out for. And there is the tendency that we have to suggest that all this is normal. Sometimes we believe that we are protecting our child by suggesting that this situation, this blended family thing, having the same celebration, essentially celebrating the holiday twice in two different environments, maybe even three. And just like this being a normal thing, like it's it's not that does not serve our children. It does not protect them by suggesting that this is normal. It's very complicated, regardless of where you fall on the spectrum, whether you're on the end where things are crazy and chaotic during holidays and people are walling out, getting all emotional, or there is no apparent drama. There's no relationship. So there's no, the high emotions are not there. It's simply like, hey, now you're going over your mom or dad's and I'll see you in a little bit. It doesn't matter where you fall on the spectrum. It is a complicated situation. And when we suggest that this is normal, it robs them of the opportunity to feel and to 
express themselves. And no, our children may not need to know all of the nuances concerning our former relationship and what our dynamic consists of now, but it's okay to say, hey, like I know that this is not the normal or the ideal situation maybe, but I'm here for you. I'm sorry that it's challenging you here and there, but please know that we are trying our best. Right now, I am doing my best so that you can have the best childhood possible and so that you can enjoy the little things as well as our times of celebration. And on that note, thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you guys got something from it. I am praying for my listeners and I hope that you guys have a blessed and peaceful holiday season. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you heard something throughout the episode that could make all the difference. Please take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of that blended goodness. Episodes are up and running on the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Until then, do not settle for anything less than what's possible.